What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Wolf in Geats Clothing, hosted by yours truly, Wolfson. And with me, once again, my special guest, my brother from another mother, the one and only Miguel from Geek Tedian. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy to be here. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. Happy for you to be back here. And guys, happy new year. This is the this is the first appearance of Miguel from Geek Tedian here in the in this episode you know and of yes yeah of the new year and yes guys you guys are wondering why what is the setup what is going on well here's the thing guys we have a life <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to tell you guys we do have other priorities so we couldn't make it but we're here that's the important part the fact that you can hear us and that you can see us and we're here through discourse so and hey, why not? And if you guys see my hands getting cut off, yeah, that's the best I can do with the with the situation, you know. I'm sorry about that, but we're always we still made it. We still made it. We still made it. We still made it. And we're gonna give you guys the best content ever, the best topics as much as we can, you know. So absolutely. Let's just get started, my man. Let's get started. First things first. How are you doing, man? How was your new year? How was the experience and everything? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I can't complain. Uh, spending times with family during the holidays. Yeah, happy to see you there and just hanging out, man. Absolutely, all good though. Absolutely, man. I'm. Ha- I was happy to see you out for Christmas and whatnot, man. Um, yeah, dude. It, very interesting year. It just started off like it started I started off fast. Yeah, it started off fast. I don't know if it started with the right foot though, because after all the stuff that we've been seeing, it's like wow. It, or I thought 23 was wild, but you know, this one's only two weeks and we're already seeing some of the crazy shit ever. We're hitting it running, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, before I actually want to get going with some of the topics, I definitely want to ask you something because thankfully you haven't seen the previous episodes, you know, and I'm, and, and it's not, I'm not mad, not mad. Sure you're, <laughs> sure you're okay listening to my episode from the time, not mad. But it's a good thing because I can ask you this question because it's apparently I don't know if you're like into TikTok or your kids are into TikTok or, or follow the TikTok trends. TikTok. Yes. Oh, there's, no, no. There's a tr- follow that. Yeah, there's a trend happening in TikTok that I wasn't aware. And my, uh, my my friend Mike, shout out to Mike Phoenix Hero. Um, He he came over to the show and then he told me, he's like, how have you know about this trend? It's like, no. And then he 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 asked me and I was like, Oh my God, this is happening. Like, all right. So I'm going to ask this to the next person. <laughs> that's it. All right. So here's the trend that's happening. Uh, lately, people have been asking about black superheroes. The first thing like, is... Lately, they're asking about that? Well, uh, this is the trend. The trend is, can you name five black superheroes that doesn't have lightning powers <laughs> or 10 overall? With or without lightning powers. Can you name five or ten? I don't think so. I don't know. I gotta think about it. Um I'll I'll give I'll give you a, I mean, to be fair, there probably weren't that many, right? Unfortunately. You, you, you throughout be, history. You, know, you, you actually you'd be surprised that there are no no, I'm sure they exist, but like to make it mainstream breakout type of thing, something in Black Panther. Okay. I was gonna think static shock, but he's lightning. Um, but, I mean you can you can either name five without lightning or ten with with, with lightning. Leave it. Leave it to TikTok to come up with something like this. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say Zach from Power Rangers. He's a hero. Oh, I didn't thought about that. All right. So you got Black <laughs> Panther. Do you want to name five or you want to name the 10? I'm just going to name as many as I can. All right. 
let's let's go all over. Um, Sorry. So see. you got Zach from the Power Rangers. You got um, what was that? Black Panther. All right, that's the obvious Black one. Panther. Let's. I'll give you Static Shock for that. I mean, I'm gonna say uh, Superman. What's his name when he's president? I forgot his name. Superman when he's president. Yeah, the Superman from another Earth. He's a he's a black Superman that's president of the United States and Superman at the same time. I can't believe I forgot his name. So oh, that's from. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I said. Let me see. Um, Sorry. Superman. So I'll give you. So I'll give you that. I didn't know that without looking. Well, looking, you have to figure. Wait, wait. I, I just want to remember him. I said him already before looking it up. Okay. Calvis Ellis. That's his name. From oh. Earth twenty three. Earth twenty three. Okay. So you got yeah. four so far. What's what's his? Ah, see, I forget their names too because I just don't watch it as much. The the superhero from CW. He had a show, but he was lightning powers as well. Yeah, you're close. You're close. Black Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Okay. That's what it was. All right. You got five. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> um, I mean, you say your name as much, as much as you can. You already named two with electric power. So I don't know. So I'll discard those two. You got three. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, Killer B. He's a superhero. Killer B. From Naruto. Oh. Does that We're, count? Or I will discount anime for this part because there was, <laughs> there's a lot of anime characters that I, will, I, I initially said... Um, uh, Oob from Dragon Ball Z, but they say it's like, nah, like, this is a C fighter. <laughs> I won't consider a hero. So I was like, all right. They're Z heroes. I I, I, um, I know. They're Z heroes, but they say, let's stay away as much as possible from the animes because I'm pretty sure there are a lot more anime characters that we can name right. off. I mean, that's all that's coming to my mind right now. Do you want to give up and I'll tell you, or do you want to keep going with the last two? Um, Storm. That's lightning. That's lightning, but that's a good one. Good. Mm. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Okay, there you go. I didn't name Miles Morales. I did. I did five and ten, but I, I forgot Miles Morales after they told after Mike told me. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about it. Yeah, and <laughs> something I tell people: he doesn't have electric powers. His his suit itself charges and then bounces back, but it it's not technically electric. So yeah, Miles Morales with Spider Man. All right, one more. I always thought that was I thought that was part of his power, not his suit. Oh, we can. That's another conversation. That's, I, that's we can get it. Yeah. We can get into it. But to be fair, they call it the Venom powers, right? Don't they? I think the Venom powers. I think, and, and even in the game, maybe they call Venom like the, those static shocks, those lightning uh, moves that he has. I thought that's just part of the suit. I didn't realize that was like, like part of your own DNA. Is like you can just like throw. I believe so. Just like his invisibility. Uh, maybe I could be wrong. I'm, this is my my understanding. Um, let me see. One more. Uh, you got there. this. One more. Oh, Batwing. Oh, Batwing. you're right. Lucius' son. Lucius Fox's yes. son. Yeah, Batwing. Oh my God. I forgot about that. See, there's so many. You just forget about them. Because I guess not the main storylines or their side, side characters. Right. I... I, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I gave it to you. I, you got five. Can you name the... Can you name two more? So you got to make it two out more. the 10. So you already got Storm, Static Shock, Black Lightning. You're already, you're two way. Can you make it? Any, any, any. <laughs> any, any, any. Any. Um, oh my goodness. Once I tell you there all the ones that I name, you'll be like, oh. Yeah, man. I'm going to be like, oh, of course. How did I forget that one? Yeah. Um, any hints? There's quite a few in the DCU. Yeah, for sure. The DCU is huge. I think uh, if you if you can, oh what's his name oh my gosh one last this is hit. terrific 
Oh, yes, yes. This is terrific. That's right. One more. I need one more. Oh, my gosh. Still in the DCU. And right, I'll give so you I'll give you this hint. I'll give this hint. But once I give it to you, like you already know right away. Um <laughs> this character has been known to be on both team A and Team B. I can't say the names because you will know immediately who it is. Oh my goodness. Team A and Team B. Oh crap, cyborg. There you go. Fake. <laughs> maybe in Justice League and Titan Teen Titans. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I told you. As soon as I tell you Justice League or Teen Titans, you immediately know it's gonna be Cyborg. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, you did hey, you did good. Based on what Mike told me and based on the TikTok trends, he says that you and me have done far much more better than every other TikTok person because apparently they get blanked out and they can't even name one or two. Yeah, I can see that because if you don't follow it, probably as they follow the overall hero verse, I guess it might be really hard. I can see that. Yeah, Yeah. but 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 it would when you if you want, I'll I'll name you the ones I tell you and the ones I tell you is like, oh, my God, they're known. But unless you're a geek person to know about these things, you would never catch them. So I got to follow it. Yeah, you gotta find. So obviously, I, I named Cyborg. I named I didn't name Miles Morales, but I forgot about it. Um, Mr. Terrific. <laughs> Mr. Terrific. Yeah, Mr. Terrific. I I did name Cyber. Um, Miles Morales. Who else did I have? Spawn. Spawn. Mm, yep. Spawn was See? one. Um, damn. Now I now I blanked out again. <laughs> but I did. But I did. Say, but I did say obviously Black Panther, Storm, Static Shock, and Black, uh, Black Lightning. I said it after I named the first five. A train from the boys. Oh, the boys. A train. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I told him that I consider uh, him a hero? villain. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody I, there's a villain. Exactly. Like, I didn't consider him as a hero. I consider Mother's Milk more of a hero than A train. But he say like, I'll give it to you for the fact that in the comics, Mother's Milk is kind of a hero, but in the show, it doesn't look like he's much of it. So I was like, all right. Um, uh, from the Invincible series, the the Black Batman. I keep forgetting. Uh, I think it was Mister Eclipse or something like that. Oh, yeah. From the Invincible, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, even the the father son, right? Yeah, even the father son, exactly. Either because there's father the same the character, it's just father yeah. and son. Yeah. Took over. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I named those five, and then the ten on top of it. Uh, yeah, Storm, Black Lightning, uh, Status Shock, and I think like I named two that that oh, I'm Wally West. There's a version of Wally West that's black. If you consider the TV show, yes, Wally West. Damn, that is true. If you consider the TV show, yeah, yeah, it, it's. I I was able to I was able to name five without uh, lightning powers, and then ten with them overall. And that's the trend. The trend right now is that nobody can think of it, and because because people are saying technically, people are saying it's like, oh, you can't give a black superhero without lightning powers. It's like what? <laughs> it's like oh yeah uh, Wally West I mean I guess Wally West do I, all the Flash have lightning powers or electricity powers they run the the, the energy they generate because even the comics there is a version of Wally West that's black okay and okay. They, they all use that super speed that I guess can generate electricity I guess maybe yeah because they do throw the lightning bolt to them you know like they do like yeah but that's like energy that generate but that's yeah the energy that they generate from the speed force yeah exactly so it's electricity i wouldn't call it lightning Mm. if that makes sense Mm. 
Two different things. That is true. Two different things. Very, 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 very thin line. <laughs> very thin line. Would would you consider Status Shock like lightning or electricity? Oh, that's a good one. I think I have to go with lightning on that one. Yeah? Yeah, because it's so, it's so directly based on the powers. Of him. Yeah. I will I will say it's electricity. That's 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 totally fair. Yeah. I I, I could be wrong and you could be wrong. We could be both wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I just always I always feel like all right, black lightning is definitely lightning itself. Storm because she can bring down um lightning, yeah. Real lightning the from the clouds for the weather and whatnot. Satisfied most of the time it, it comes from within him, you know, it's just like and everything that mm. gets to it sticks to him. Like his like it's like a flying disc. It's all mm-hmm. based because of his lightning, uh, lightning or electricity powers. Electricity. Just, yeah, and yeah, I get sta- that. I get that. Static, Man, static. I love that. I love that show. Growing up, that was an awesome show. That was one of the static greatest show. shows that's ever built, and that's even before it became more this era of diversity. You know, not now yeah, everything yeah. has it's to be really cool. diverse. That was even before that, and some of the like messages that happens at the end of the show is like very powerful, and they were very, very good. deep. Even, yep. Yeah, even for uh, for a kid itself, like you you see these episodes, it's just like holy shit, and it, and it's awesome at the same time, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like the I like the 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 one episode that was like very deep. It was like the episode of the of the shooting case. Oh, I won't remember much. It's very very good because it's somehow it kind of remotely connects to what's happening right now. And and mind you, this is back back then. Like, what what are we talking about? Early 2000s, something like that? Something like that. Yeah, like, it's, it's about this episode that Static is basically recalling the events to what happened to to the shooting accident that happened in, in, in school. So there there was a shooter. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, he, and, and the whole episode is a flashback to what led to that point. And what led to that point is that this kid, this is, a, a, you know, one of these, you know, whippy little kids, unfortunately, gets easily bullied by this group of kids and he gets bullied and bullied and he has a crush to this girl and he doesn't have the courage to talk to this girl because of the bullies and whatnot. They destroy his self-confidence, his self-esteem and it got to a point that, you know, he got a gun and then he came to the school and confronted the bully and pulled the gun on him. But before he managed to like, like, like shoot him, he was very hesitant and he was crying. And one of his bully's friends tried to intervene, and by, by intervening, accidentally shot Static's friends, one of his friends, in the leg. And then that's where Static shot comes out. He puts the like uses electric powers to put away the gun, and then you see the kid like whimpering and crying because he didn't mean to shoot him. It wasn't accident. It was too, oh wow. It was a mental scare. And then at the end of the episode, shows like a powerful message. It's just like every year there's a a, a shooter or a active shooting um schools, and we're not based because of bullying. It leads to that. Be the better person. If you see something, say something. This is in the early 2000s. Back we're, then, yeah. Yeah, this is early 2000s we're talking about. What a major yeah. difference and how powerful this episode can still be even to this day. It was a great show. It was a great show. I really, really was excited to watch it every morning. Especially every Saturday morning. Oh, my God. Do you remember the lineup that it was for, for, for the Saturday lineup? Uh, we're talking about like the... WB Kids is yeah, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah, W Kids. I mean, you had you had Static Shot, right? Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. You was got Animaniacs it. in the morning? Maybe not. For why? But I think before, but that was a little bit earlier than the, the 2000s. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. Mucha Lucha. 
Oh, that little wrestling. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, the one that you, your favorite, your favorite show of all time, man. Your favorite show. You know which Uh-oh. one is it? Is that sarcasm? Yes. Not my favorite show. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one I didn't like. I don't well, remember. I don't know. I don't know if you didn't like the show, but I know you didn't. You don't like the person. Person? What are you talking about? It's still a cartoon, right? Yeah, it's still a cartoon. The Jackie Chan Adventures. Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> I love that cartoon growing up. <laughs> I loved it. I don't agree with his ideology these days, but back then that was that was awesome. That, show. Hey, that was a, a kick ass show, bro. Yeah, and, it was and, a lot of fun. A lot of it, man. Man, that, there was so many good shows back then, man. <laughs> like you don't get you don't get to see them now, or do you? You'd be surprised. There's probably good ones now. We just don't have the time or pay attention to it as much. I mean, have you noticed some of the shows that your kids like uh, have seen, like a Saturday mornings, or do they wake I mean, up for the Saturday mornings? And they yeah, see- exactly. They don't. There's no Saturday morning cartoons these days. Really? Man, um, I remember one they would love, but it's a little old now, but. I was still surprised that it was so good these day and age. This day and age is um, Phineas and Ferb. That that show was oh. really, really cool. A lot of fun, a lot of learning, and awesome adventures. You know, I've never got into anything that's like Disney Extreme or like any anything that's ABC or Nickelodeon. Those are like the only free that yes. I've not got into. I never did. And it, like, but I he, he he might be watching now. Chris, he loved his Disney stuff growing up. Oh, but for I never sure. got into that stuff. For sure, I I did love the the Disney shows, like the like the Disney shows, like the Even Stevens, the Lizzie McGuire. Oh, live action shows. Yeah, live action shows that was on the Disney Channel plus the movie, the Disney original movies. I grew up to that. That that was that was actually fun. Um, but like cartoons itself, like you know, like they have Recess, and I I know Recess is fire because I've seen episodes here and there, and. Very popular. I never got into it. And the Nickelodeons, I never grew up with Nickelodeon. Never, never I, grew up with it. Yeah, like anything that's SpongeBob or Rocket Power or Rugrats. Oh, even or, before that, like uh, the only Nickelodeon show I watched was Rugrats. That's the only one. Yeah, like I never watched it. I know my brother did, but I never, I never got into it. I never got even before that, like Red and Stimpy and Aria Monsters. I never got into that. Yeah, probably all that. And and you remember all that? All that. Yeah, I remember that. It was like a kids SNL type of thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. I remember that. And I, I like that. But that was like, if I'm in the room and somebody's watching it, then I'm watching it. Other than that, yeah. I, I would not like flip it on my on my own. Like, I wouldn't be. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Like, excitingly to go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I yeah. Oh, my stuff was Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was always a shit. Cartoon Network is like forever going to be in our hearts, man. Like that, that yeah. channel brought everyone's childhood, man. And it's sad that the chat, that the channel itself is done. Like it, yeah, it's not the same. No, like that. The best thing that you can do is watch boomerang and then you really? can, and you get to relive all those moments. <laughs> all the nostalgia. Yeah. I am telling you that every once in a while, I, I, if I see a boomerang, I see like the, they've been flipping like, from Flintstones to Scooby Doo to Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory and 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 Ed and Eddie. That was one. Yeah, I remember when you guys make fun of me when I had the braces. I don't remember that. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> oh, has braces. Oh, oh, oh my god! Wait a minute. You I, don't you remember one time when you guys uh when you and and your sister like slip over um to Palmas in the the beach condo? 
Yes, and then I we remember. were watching. Was, a, I remember. I remember various trips like that. Yes. Yeah. There was one time that we watched an episode of Enenderi, and and it was night, and my mom forced me to put the braces that like that's like a little retainer, and I had to put a strap on it. And I it, vaguely remember you having that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you you're, you guys were making fun of me because it's like, oh, you're Jimmy. Because Jimmy, yeah, I remember who that is. <laughs> Jimmy is the is the wimpy kid from the from the show that had that always have the bracket on top of it all the time, and he's like, "Look, oh, okay, I see that kid now." Yeah, see, I, I never watched Identity. That's one that I didn't watch. That was that was a that was a great show, man. When did this come out? In the nineties, yeah, early two thousands. Interesting. That was yeah. probably the wave before that, like Dexter's Laboratory, um, Cow and Chicken. One? Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, Count Chicken. Doctor, not Doctor, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Like, oh, I mean, Ed and Eddie was, was snuck into that era of those cartoons. It, it, like, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory, Cow Chicken, and Powerpuff Girls were introduced a little bit earlier. Like, these earlier, those, yeah. those were like the pioneers. And then Ed and Eddie got like snuck into it because of how popular it got and everybody who wants to watch it. And then later on, that's where other shows start to appear, like co- uh, codenamed Kids Next Door, um, mm. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, and whatnot. We're- gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, nowadays, only what I remember is, um, I, I noticed that, that really stood out for its quality was Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. That was man. a good one. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. It was fun. Yeah. Is, but it, that was, again, one of my oldest was, I don't know, five, six, the was six, five, around there. So right. ten years ago, that's crazy. And that and does he remember some of this stuff? Or yeah, yeah, he does. He remembers it. He really liked that show. Oh wow! Well, that's even good. That does your, does the other one like even care about it? Or uh, no, she watches it in passing, but not as much as he did. Okay. And what about now? As as of right now, as they got a little bit older, are they into like watching stuff on TV or stream stuff? As the kids these days say, yeah. stream stuff. Or- well, the older one likes pretty much everything we like, so nothing, no kids show in that sense. But okay, the other one, yeah, she watches her kids shows, but nothing stood out to me. Oh, so I'm streaming. Not at streaming. Now it's streaming. It's no longer watching. Now it's streaming. We gotta. We yeah, gotta no get. There's no more Saturday the- morning waking up at eight o'clock to catch everything. Oh no, man! And bro, and I have to wake up even earlier because my dad always forces me to watch the cars on the Saturdays. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's it's two cars. It's a big ass SUV and a small car to watch, so I can get my allowance. And I always like have to put. The TV in the family room on, so I can see what's happening while I'm watching the cars. No oh, man, so you couldn't hear it. No, I mean they, they had the catch, and or or if I did hear uh, it, I opened the the window blinders or whatnot. I I hear it, gotcha. but but yeah, it, it, it sucks because I couldn't really enjoy my Saturdays. I have to like, oh yeah, I have to watch this. Oh yeah, and we I'm dropping you off to the mall so you can play your Yu Gi Oh tournaments. That was my Saturday. Off. That was my Saturday. And then Saturday night, Saturday night is where like, like another version of Toonami pops up. Like I forgot what was, what they call it Saturday nights, but it's like they start putting anime shows. That's when initially start putting Pokemon and, and we're rolling Kenshin on Saturday nights. Adult Swim? No, no, no. Way before Adult Swim. This is crazy. Cause I remember this. 
They had a different name. You can probably look this up and figure it out. I don't oh, remember. Was it like Tsunami at Night or something like that? No, it was. That's the thing. So they had Tsunami from on the weekdays where we midnight went, run. No, a different, way different than that. It's Saturday really? night. It was like it started like at five or six, and then it runs all the way to nine or ten, and then once it once that run is over. Then Adult Swim anime starts. That's when they started with Inujasha, Juju Hakusho, um, the Gundam series. I remember Midnight Run. That was like before Adult Swim around the AM times, like 12 AM, the 3 AM. And stuff right, like that. right, right. There was that. But I remember specifically that before they air Pokemon on a regular basis on Cartoon Network, they had it first like putting first episodes on a Saturday night, like during like between those hours of six to nine or six to ten. And I remember they have Pokemon, they have uh Wraith Masters, they had another one that I totally forgot. Somebody's yelling it at the screen right now. No, I hope so. Here comes Chris. <laughs> Here comes Chris gently at me. Um yeah, like I, I forgot it. but I know it, I remember that we had it because at the end of it they finished it off with Ruroni Kenshin, the original anime in the 90s anime um english dub and then once that show ended okay now we jump into adult swift with the real heavy stuff with the inu joshas and the and the pilot candidates the outlaw stars juhaka shows and all that stuff you know yeah yeah tsunami was awesome i love that stuff bro every day man every day after after that like and i finished my homework very fast i didn't care if it was right or wrong i just finished it fast <laughs> and done so I can start watching Toonami because I could not miss an episode. And I and I know I get into fights with my mom. She's like, it was like, mom, we have to be home at before five because at five, this show is going to start. Like the new episode of Dragon Ball C is going to start. I don't want to miss it. I want to see what happens with Goku and Vegeta. It Good was days. Oh, my God. See, kids don't have that problem these days with their streaming. Man, I kind of I kind of missed that. I'm not going to lie. I got to miss that, man. Because you know that once you go to Toonami and you watch an episode, you literally cannot wait the next day to talk about this with, with your friends. It's like, dude, did you saw Jesse's episode? Bro. Gohan went Super Saiyan 2 and he went to Kamehameha on sale. What? I never seen that. I didn't know that's possible. <laughs> the good times, man. Oh, yeah. The good times, man. Um, anyways, speaking on the good times, we're having some, you know, good things happening this month for, for January and the, in the TCG front, you know, you oh, want to okay, get nice. into it? Yeah. Anything specific? Uh, I know mostly about the Pokemon stuff, uh, uh, of course. All right. So let's do this. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the, the stuff that's happening for One Piece and, and Naruto. I mean, Naruto, fuck. I love Naruto. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! And Yu -Oh. then we're going to go to the Pokemon. You tell me what's happening with Pokemon. Um, the okay. yeah. first thing I'm going to tell you with One Piece. Have you paid a, a little bit of attention on, on what's happening on One Piece or not? From from a distance, but I am. Yeah. All I right. see the, the price is going there. You see how ridiculously expensive it is, right? Yeah, it's crazy expensive. Now, as a, as a person that's not... into, They got me into it, bro. Like, I got my own One Piece deck and the store owner... Is like pressuring me, like peer pressuring me. It's like, hey, when are you gonna make the final switch? When are you coming over on the Friday tournaments? When are you coming on the Wednesday tournaments? Hey, I like to see you over here. And I'm like, 
the hug. I got, I got the deck. I got the gag. You got me into it. It's fun. I don't know if I can make that commitment, especially when I have a wife. When you get a wife, then, then you understand my situation. But no, I can't make a Friday <laughs> commitment or a Wednesday commitment just because, you know. I already did the one commitment with Yu-Gi-Oh! on every Saturday. I can't just go ahead and say, oh, yeah, by the way, baby, every Friday, I was also going to be in the card shop. Yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> yeah, it must, it must be nice. <laughs> but, I, but, man, they, they got me. They got me. If you <laughs> haven't tried playing it, like, download the, the, the mobile app. And just play the demos that they got. Like they have they, the the card game in digital. Is that what it is? Yeah, they got they got the card game digital on um like a demo pack. Like as like learn the basics first, and then here mm. are two different decks. So that way you can learn each deck and know how they play and how how you play the game and see how you win. You know, it's already fits decks, but it's decks that you know is like okay. So this is how you do it. This is how you Those do the it. The rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I kid you not. I started. I started. It. I got a lot of fun. I was like, okay, let me try this out. Let me invest a little. Because let me tell you, I'm not gonna invest five thousand dollars like like everybody is <laughs> investing on this game. Because and I and I've been saying this for the longest time. This is a very premium to play game. People, are, it's the new thing. So it's it's hot right now. Yeah, it's hot right now. And I and and people are just like arguing with me and say it's like no, bro, this is like much more cheaper than Yu-Gi-Oh. Like this, like you make this investment and you can play this through many formats because whatever cards you got, you need them for the next core set and whatnot. I'm like, okay, I get it, but eventually, eventually it's gonna get a little bit stale. Not stale. Eventually, the the value it's of these saturated. Yes, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. It's, it's saturated. And what you know. When I know about these things, it does come true. And what you know, that in the next um, corset that's getting released like this year, I believe, this year, basically, this is what I've been told. Basically, they tell me that every card that you have up to now will matter no more. So you're like... Right, like they'll ban it or something? I don't... Not that it's going to get banned, but it's like... Remember what I told you that when you invest on One Piece, when you invest on a deck... You're always going to get certain support on every course. So every time there's a new course set, you're going to need the original cards that you purchased initially, like the starters that went up, because you're going to need them for the future, right? Mm -hmm. This course set basically destroys the entire meta, according to people. They say that this is the mm -hmm. course set that whatever cards you picked up and invested on, yeah, it's going to matter no longer for this new course set. So it's like... Which makes sense. A lot of these card games do that, right? A lot of these card games do, like Yu-Gi-Oh does that a lot. I don't know in the Pokemon from, but you probably know. But they do, like from time to time, kill certain decks or kill certain metas based on ban lists and based on products so they can force you to buy the next product, right? Essentially, yeah. They'll ban it or do something to, to cancel it out. Exactly. And Yu-Gi-Oh does this perfectly. And we all know, based on ban list predictions and ban lists um, that comes out, you see certain cards getting banned, and then the deck that was like the number one gets killed. Now it's no longer one number one. It's now it's number three or rogue roguish. So it's unplayable. So now that way they can push the consumers to purchase the the new shiny things. Yeah, the new shiny things. They get people to play the new shiny things. But that's the thing. I I know that's that's a thing that's gonna happen on every 
and every team and every card game. It doesn't matter which yeah. card game that you go to. It's always gonna happen. That's a thing. But the way that they were selling it to me on One Piece is that it was not gonna happen. It's like, oh no, you invest and it's gonna get better and better. And every course that you're gonna pick that. And, I, and in my head, it's like, I don't think that's gonna happen. And then what I heard yeah, about this is like, dog, it's exactly what I said before. And it's like, look at that. Like, and look how ridiculous how people are investing. Like they're they're spending like five hundred dollars to play a deck. Wow, money five hundred. And the and again, I get I get this excuse. No, but it's an investment because later on it's gonna be six hundred, seven hundred. It's like, all right. So now you're talking. You know, we all talk ourselves into that kind of behavior. Yeah, try very to very easy. Yeah, try to convince me that it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like that. Like, come on, bro. Like, how many times have we seen this? You know, and and look how ridiculously expensive it's the boxes. The a case, a case contains like Six. like twelve like 20, 12 boxes of oh one piece, bro. Selling it at two thousand oh, dollars. Wow. When have you heard it, this a case, yeah. a case Bruh. of twelve boxes to sell at two thousand dollars? I've seen that for I don't know five, ten year old cases, not brand new cases. Exactly, exactly. That made sense on the old cases like ten years ago, twenty years ago. So that way we get like the oh my god, the first edition ever Charizard or the. Or the first limited edition of Blue Eyes White Dragon, you know, it's like you can't get this anywhere other than when you get these boxes and they're sealed and everything. Yeah. That, yeah, decades like that, it made sense because it's a collector's value at that point. But spend two thousand dollars, um, twelve boxes, brand new, just to get certain cars. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that that's hard to do. Um, and I get it. You, these things are addicting. They're fun. They're it's a rush and sometimes that's why you gotta be careful because it's dangerous dangerously close to gambling if you're not careful some aspects yeah. it kind of is no, yeah 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 I, I think so I think so that's why you gotta be very very careful mm -hmm. yeah and then seeing One Piece take over which is which is fine it's always cool to see a new player but when these prices get high it makes some of us just step back and see what's, what's really going on mm -hmm. something similar happened to Lurkana have you heard of Lurkana I have the the Disney card the game Disney. right yeah, the like, Disney one. Do you do you know more about it? Like I only know like a little bit that it got released. I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it, but just following it from the market standpoint, mm -hmm. um, it was it's beautiful art, beautiful cards, mm -hmm. famous artists on them. Um, and then you see this is this I could be wrong here, but mm -hmm. the company printing them out, they're new to the card business in a certain sense, right? Oh, newish, okay. newish. So. Mm -hmm. They don't have the infrastructure to print out a lot of cards as fast. Mm. So there was a lot of, I don't want to say shortage, but there just wasn't enough cards to meet the demand at the beginning. But they always said, we are going to print and reprint and reprint as needed. They said this. They said it publicly. They weren't shying away from it. But unfortunately, some people didn't listen. They were buying boxes. So the person, the first person who bought it for 100, mm -hmm. they flipped it for 300, oh. 300, 400. But then the person buying it at three or 400, they thought it was going to keep going up. They're like, oh, no, I was going to go seven, eight hundred. Oh. But they kept, re they started the reprints eventually. So the market crashed and now it's back to normal. And now some of those people are left holding the bag and they're pissed off. I was like, it's <laughs> it was, they, they weren't shy. They weren't hiding it. They said they were going to reprint as needed to fix right. the pricing because they wanted, they wanted the cards in the hands of players mostly. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, mostly players. So when I see this and I've, I'm trying to remember, I think it is One Piece, right? Because the One Piece, um, the same factory prints the English and the Japanese ones, I believe, right? Bandai. Have you heard of that? 
but like the same factory. Like I know in the in Japanese Pokemon, they have a different factory from the English cards. Oh, so I believe the same factory for One Piece is printing out English and Japanese. That's why the quality for the English cards are so good because oh. it's like coming from over there, and they just can't meet the demand. And it's just wondering, and that that just increases the pricing. That that it's kind of explains a lot of why um when when they announce uh, a new rarity for a One Piece card, whichever rarity, whatever it is. They say, people are like, oh, I can't wait to for the English version to get printed out. And then when they get the English version printed out, it's like gorgeous, just like it. Because, yeah, the print quality is really, really good for English sets. Yeah, because it's it's the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have, I don't think it's the same distribution company. Like it, like whatever you get printed in the OCG, like in Asia, it's different when, when you get printed on the TCG. Because... <laughs> this is a, one of my Yu-Gi-Oh rants, but anybody can can vouch for me. It's I hate the fact that Konami comes out with this card, this brand new card, all shiny and whatnot, and and then when when it gets transferred to the states, it's a common card, and then the common card that's in 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 Asia get printed, and everybody knows it's a great card. When it gets printed to to the TCG. It's like the most expensive card ever because it has like the highest rarity ever. Mm-hmm. It's like they do the flippily flu a lot of times. And the Pokemon and, does some of that too. Oh, really? Like it'll be a super rare card in Japan and then the English card. It's a promo that you can get in every box. Oh, shit. Yeah. That type of stuff. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> like, why can't you just <laughs> give me the same one that you have and bring it over here? Because- they do that too. But uh, yeah, every once in a while, they'll mess with the market that way yeah i i don't like that especially when they mess up the secondary market where everybody like every vendor they will grab that and then they'll put it at the highest bidding price it's just like bro yeah. come on and especially if they're short printed too if they're short printed forget about it that that value is uh, gonna skyrocket yes yeah, so i've seen like there in america there's a, like an umbreon that's i forgot which which set it's um it's a normal rare so it's still valuable uh-huh but in Japan, that same card is a limited promo printed rare. So that's even, oh. even more. Going to the tens of thousands almost. Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's that's just like, I hate when they do that. because, And I hate the fact that, yeah, over here in the States, oh yeah, it has to be expensive. Like you had to drop like, you had to drop like a couple hundreds just to get these certain cards or boxes, you know? Whereas mm-hmm. in Japan, however, you only have to spend like, you know, 50 bucks and you get the highest rarity ever. And you're just like, really? Wait, are you saying that from a, a currency point of view? No, like I'm saying it, I'm saying it in the in this perspective that in Japan, when they print out cards, at least this is in Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know about One Piece and I'm, I'm pretty sure One Piece is different because they it's the same distribution. Maybe Pokemon's the same or different. But in Yu-Gi-Oh! Let's just say that there's this broken card that gets released on the new set, right? They're going to have like three or four rarities versions of that card. So you're going to have like the like the ultimate rare. You'll have the secret rare, the super ultra rare, super rare, and then like a rare or common, whatever, you know? So the value of it is not that important for is it competitive players. Card? Same card, same stats, same, same stats, same everything. Five oh. different var- rarities of it. That's weird. Yeah, they do that a lot in over there in in Japan and in the OCG. It's very normal. So let's just say that let's just say for example, uh, Charizard comes out, 
And this Charizard is like the stats are like ridiculous, like OP level. It's like everybody in their mother wants to have a piece of this Charizard because they want to play this Charizard competitively, right? So let's mm -hmm. just say they release it and then you notice that they release it like in five rarities. Now, obviously, the, the collectors and the most competitive players, they want to have match rarity on their decks. That, that's something that's well known. Everybody <laughs> wants match rarity. But people like me, however, I could give free flying fucks whether it's match rarity or not. It, to me, is can I use it? Can I play it? And I don't care how, how, how common it is. Can I still play it? Good. All right. I'm going to play it. So over there, this Jarzard has five rarities. And the competitive field, they always want to get the, like the highest one. You know, it's going to be like the $200 card, but it's going to have other rarities that's going to cost you like from $200 to $100 to $50 to $30 and eventually to $20, $10. Mm -hmm. so, like something that now it's easy for you to pick it up. It's like, oh, okay, I got I got a playset of this. You know, I got free copies of the of the Charizard. Now I can play the game, you know? And right. I didn't have to spend hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like, that's that's interesting. Like I've seen that in Pokemon where like though like you said, Charizard, mm -hmm. rare, super rare, secret rare, but they're different cards though, different art, different stats. Really? But it's still Charizard, Charizard, Charizard. Char and different rarities. That's so that I'm used to, but not the same card, same stats. Yeah, now you can look it up on some videos and look it up. Um, you can even look it up. Um, like easily look up like a blue eyes white dragon, right? And look it up how much it is in Japan. I'm like you. I'm pretty sure you saw how much a uh, blue eyes white dragon over there in Japan. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so, crazy expensive. Yeah, and that's the highest rarity. Versus you can also find the same card with the same stats of blue eyes and a, probably a different artwork for like pennies. Yeah. That that's that's how it is in Japan. And here in the States, if you have a blue eyes, no, that's gonna be that printing of blue eyes for hundreds of dollars until they get a reprint. And then once a reprint happens, then the value will crash. That's here in, in every core set and every set that comes here in the States, it's always that problem. It's the problem that, you know, whatever they over the OCG, they have five rarities. We only get the one rarity. And that one rarity is like, oh, it's a must have. Like you need to play free copies of it. So it's you're gonna be dropping three hundred on just that on just that one card. And, they, and so like does I imagine that happens. It's almost similar to what happens when you have a card that's holographic versus non holographic. Yeah. Same exact cards, same exact stats, same rarity. It's just non holographic. Exactly. So it's gonna be cheaper. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, Pokemon has that obviously, but yeah, that not so many rarities. Mm. I'm I'm just spitting out like the, the amount of rarities there are in in the game, but it's just giving you mm -hmm. an example. It's like see, like, look at the discrepancy out of it, and yeah, the price difference. Yeah, the price difference, and how and you see how two different distribution companies give you from one for Japan and one for the states. You know, and Bandai is you know with the same people. That's why when people on One Piece they see that one card printed out in a certain way, they can't wait to have it here in the States because they'll be yeah. like all up in arms about it, you know? And and they, bro, they drop. Like, I've never heard on a card game that you you can spend $40 for a common <laughs> card. A common. Not, it's, it's not even rare. Wait a minute. A common Still card. Right. And once you know, you need four copies of that common card. $40 on a common card. That's like today? Today, right now. There's a card because the deck that I chose to play on One Piece, it's it's considered red, purple, Luffy. 
So mm -hmm. the way how it usually plays in One Piece, you select a color based on your leader. If your leader is all red, then you can only play red cards for whatever. If it's purple, you can only play purple. If the leader has more than two colors or three, then you can play any of those and you just mix and match to see which combos are good. The way, the way I play is red, purple, Luffy. And everybody tells me, it's like, oh, if you're playing a purple deck, you need this card. This card is is great. And I and I can I can't deny it. it's a great card, but $40 for a common card, and you need to have four copies of that. That's crazy, dude. Isn't purple that super expensive card? It's like a white Luffy, the alternate art. Oh yeah. So here's so here's the thing. I actually have the white Luffy. It's considered gear five, but I don't I didn't drop racks. I I, I spent 20 bucks for the card because I need it for my deck. But apparently, so I'm pretty sure in Pokemon it's the same thing. Yu-Gi-Oh is the same thing. Pokemon, let's say every bots, you're looking for like the highest rarity card. Like there's like the one card that you can only get it on every case. And if you got it on your bots, they're like, oh my God, you just make your money's worth. Like, mm -hmm. I don't like I don't know what's what's the highest rarity for you in Pokemon. In Pokemon, it's like, usually it depends, but usually those those special illustration rares, like the alternate form. Like you can only SIRs, SIRs. Like it's hard to find, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you had to buy boxes in order for you to get it, right? Then you buy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, chances unless you buy it single, yeah. Uh, and and Yu-Gi-Oh, we consider that starlight rare or quarter centuries. You only get five different monsters that has like starlight rarity, and you run the risk of having one or two per case, and per case is twelve boxes, you know. And those starlight rarities, depending on how good or bad the card is. It can go from between $100 to five, six, or $700, that one card alone. So imagine that you buy a case. A case for Yu-Gi-Oh! is like $700. You buy a case and you pull one or two. You almost, you basically make your money back. When you say a case, do you mean a booster box or an actual case? Actual case. A case that, that comes with multiple boxes. The right? Multiple boxes. So one case yeah. brings 12 boxes. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah. That's right. You said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... So like so we got those rarities in one piece they have uh what they call manga art or manga rarity however they want to mm -hmm. name it and it's basically the card but it's it ha the background of it it's all like manga illustrated so mm -hmm. like how it looks in the manga so they printed right. it out which is it, that's that's like the manga rarity which is funny because like you can have that same manga card you can have it for 20 bucks like I did like you, because it's how, how I've seen that go for thousands though. No, but that, the the fitness is like it's gonna be in an alternate art. Mm. So that what they do is like to make it more like like oh my god expensive or more like yeah, it's that you're gonna get the same card that you have that with the same stats and everything, but let's make it even better instead of just like making it like very shiny or whatnot. No, no, let's give it an alternative artwork that only that you can only get on this box or this set. And it's if, rare. And it's like super like short braided. Like you only get one or two. Like in maybe you're never gonna get one on a case. That's how how rare it is. And that's the card that's worth two, three thousand dollars, a two, three thousand dollar card. And yeah, something that I've seen. And the other day I heard that there's this one Luffy card that's like manga art and whatnot, and it's like super rare and you can't get anywhere else. I heard that it went up to 10 cheese. Wow. Hold up. Ten Gs Wait a for minute. a fucking card. 
And somebody dropped 10 G's not too long ago on the card shop just to get that card. Bruh. All right, that's the, the collector's item for them. Bro. That's wild. You know what is to drop 10 G's for a for a shiny little card? Cardboard, man. Like I get you're dropping 10 was G's. Was it graded? Was it it was graded, I assume, right? No, he just pulled he just pulled it out of the booster pack. Wait, how did he pay 10 he paid 10 G's for a booster? He paid 10 G's to get cases. Oh wow. Holy shit. And that's a lot of bulk. <laughs> that's a lot of bulk. And he pulled out the manga card. Like he pulled out like one or two cards of the manga. And they're like that ridiculously valued. But he still didn't make his money back, I assume. I don't know, but I don't I think Unless he, he didn't sell everything. But, but but you know what it is to drop 10 G's like that just to get that? I was like, I barely can drop fifty dollars. How the fuck are you gonna drop a ten G's like that? What kind of what kind of job you have? I want to work there. Emotional damage. Um, <laughs> he can buy the card straight out. He didn't want to buy it, I guess. No, because I feel like you you get your money's back when you buy when you get the when you pull it out from straightly from the booster, and obviously on top of selling the other rarity cards that everybody's you have to sell everything. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a couple hundreds that you're gonna be like you're be capitalizing, you know. I don't know. It's, it's work though, and that's time. Yeah, it has. But damn, but you, yeah, but you, time is a lot. But you see how ridiculously expensive it is. Like that's your literally premium to play. How are you gonna? It's it, it's it's hot right now. It's hot right now. There's no way around it. So it's gonna be expensive for a while until it dies out. It was exactly that's the thing if you're buying this to have fun to play to collect more power to you but realize that it's really really hot right now mm-hmm. so it's gonna be very expensive you have to hope that it's gonna get more expensive if you're treating this like an investment exactly i'm training this as a i'm i'm having some fun i didn't i didn't spec racks like people have i only spent high size spend is probably like a hundred and I got a good solid deck that i can play and have fun and it's competitive and everybody tells yeah. me it's a great deck and I'm just like playing and having that's and that's always my cap. Like I will never spend more than a hundred dollars on a certain deck. And like if I have to invest, I'm pretty sure I'll invest on it, but knowing that I'm gonna get a profit later on. Not gonna invest yeah. on certain cards just to play and then like I'm done and just put it in like you can't. You can't buy high and so low. That doesn't work. Yeah, no. Don't do my mistake. <laughs> no, don't do our mistake. Yeah. Emotional but yeah, they're like One Piece is right now very crazy right now, and like even the starter decks. Some of the starter decks you had to drop thirty dollars for a starter deck. No- normally, a starter deck costs you like ten dollars, and you need free mm-hmm. copies of a starter deck. So you'll be spending thirty dollars for free copies, so that way you can actually play semi competitively, at least in the local scene. But now in One Piece, you one starter deck is thirty dollars alone. That's crazy. Wow. And you need cop you need more than one starter deck so you can play copies of it. So you can actually play competitively. So this is like crazy expensive just for that alone. Yeah, yeah it's a hot market. And that's gonna be interesting. Like I know I just I just I'm I'm, I'm watching Pokemon and, and even a little bit of magic. Like mm-hmm. you see things are cooling down. Things are cooling down for sure. So I wonder how much longer um One Piece can keep this up. And I and I I think people see these see magic and Pokemon, then even Lorcana, I mentioned like the prices are going down. Mm. So all the people that are treating that as an investment or money maker, they're like, let me get out of this and go to One Piece. That's only going to drive the price even higher. Yeah, I think so. And and a lot, I'm telling you, there's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh players are switching to One Piece right now because it's fun. 
and the money's there and it's the hottest thing. And it's like, you're not, and I like the same people I used to play Yu Gi Oh! And like, I don't see them that often. Now I see them more playing in the One Piece area. I'm like, One damn, piece. just like that, bro. Just like that. I like this crazy cardboard hobby, man. Yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. It's not for, for everybody. You need, you definitely need to have a good strategy mindset and you need to know, like you said, if you're doing this for any discipline and self control. Yeah, <laughs> discipline. You're doing this to play fun, have fun with it, do do the spend because then you don't care like how much you spend because you're only doing it for fun. But if you're doing this for for investment stuff, like just be warned. Be very, very careful. This is not financial advice. No, this is not a financial advice. This is more of a experience from two two guys who's been into TCG or are into TCG and know the ins and outs and all the mistakes that we've made. It's hard exactly. to it's hard to recover from that. Very hard to recover from that. Um, yeah, and I and I and I keep telling this to everybody, like, yo, wait until a reprint set comes out and drops the value of every card that you guys are currently holding. Wait, See, when when things are hot, like One Piece reprints are gonna happen. Exactly, because the company wants more and more people to invest on it to play about it. They want more yeah, people want to people buy. To buy it, yeah, like you. See, but when things are cold. Like where Pokemon, I think, is heading within the next year or two. Mm-hmm. That's when reprints stop mm-hmm. because they don't want they don't want to keep reprinting and saturating the market, and then less and less stores buy it. This is my reading of things and mm-hmm. seeing other people talking about it. I'm right. nothing. I'm not an expert here at all, but that's just my my gauge of it. But that and, but, and you know what's funny? That's exactly what's wrong with with Konami and Yu Gi Oh right now. They don't they don't give you those cooling periods for ye- for a year like no it, a cooling period for 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 Yu-Gi-Oh I've seen it from 3 to 6 months at best mm. at best that's a cooling period where what they don't print anything no no they do print they, they still and like every month there's always going to be a new product it's just that the, the products that they print is like did we really ask for this like you could have oh, stri- something not popular yeah, like they could have stretched these products later on. We didn't ask for this, and and based on the current format that that you're heading into, some of these cards is like, like eh, like do we really need them, man? And and right now I'm in that period. Right now I'm in that cooling period that started like like back in November, November, December. Now I'm in that cooling period right now. Because there's a new box that's happening next week. Nobody cares about that box because there's nothing that you can pick up that you can utilize to play competitively. So nobody gives a shit about this box. There's probably a few cards that I like that I will spend like a dollar or two. Not going to spend nothing because there's nothing. But they have this one card that right now it's the highest selling card. Like it's a a $130 card on pre-sale right now. And it's like, like, if you look at it at the grand scheme of things and look at it on a competitor's perspective, this car is worthless. Like, this car is not worth what it should be. And that's what happens on every set that there's nothing really good. They'll mm-hmm. give, like, whichever car that's closest to be the good car, they'll give it the highest rarity. And that's the one that everyone wants to jump. And from there, they'll reprint a car that's, that used to be $100. They'll reprint it so people can buy it. But that's their selling point. It's like there's always gonna be a card that's like always a hundred something dollars that, that you need it competitively. Nobody can afford it unless you really want to drop the money. 
So the what they do is they reprint that one card into one of these shitty ass bot sets. So that way forces people to buy the set, buy the bots itself so they can get that. But you lose money. Like you're literally losing money when you buy the bots or, or the set. Like you're better off buying the singles when it's all cooled down. And the next mm-hmm. core set that's, but, and this is a, I think that Konami is making a mistake. It's getting saturated. The, the whole Yu-Gi-Oh card game is saturated. Like every month there's a new product. There's always mm-hmm. something new. It doesn't even give us time to breathe and, and embrace the product itself. Like the next core set that's happening, it's happening in February, the first week of February, which is like crazy. Cause like, wait, you're releasing this reprint set of our new bot set or side set. And then all of a sudden you're releasing two weeks later a corset. Like, don't you want to give like... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and they're doing that. And every month is going to be a new product, new product, new reprint product, or new structure deck product, new disc product. It's like, bro, like, give some briefing. Not, you're not letting people enjoy the card itself or enjoying the, the game itself. And this new corset, again, there's nothing in there that everybody wants to dive in. Everybody's waiting for the April Corset. That's the one that everybody wants to get because that's where they announced like really good cards. Oh, so, the, so they already announced cards for April. Yes. That people want. Yes. And now they got to fight almost nobody wanting January and February cards. Exactly. It's like if it continues to like that, Konami itself will lose more and more money because not only that, like more vendors are going to be like, yo, we don't want to sell more of your products. Yeah, they just won't buy it. Yeah, They're not going to buy it. And they say like, well, if you want to be the official Konami store for tournaments and regionals, and if you want, you know, you get the, the cards you want, you have to sell these products and we're forcing you to give you this amount of cases. And and vendors get mad at that because like, it's yeah. not like they 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 say like, yo, I, I only want five cases. I don't want more than that. And Konami forces them to purchase 10 cases to sell. Yeah, I've seen distributors do stuff like that. Yeah, and and you see all the vendors getting mad at them. It's like, bro, like, what am I gonna do? This is a lost profit at, for all vendors because they're not gonna sell, and nobody's gonna give a shit when it's a hot corset that that everybody knows they want. Like for for like April, like everybody wants to have that corset. Obviously, vendors gonna like, yo, give me twenty cases, give me thirty cases. You know, Konami. I think vendors were like vendors, distributors would do that. Oh, you want this nice corset in April? Well, then you got to buy a whole bunch of these that came out in February, too. And that's exactly what I was going to get into. That's exactly what the distributors of these companies do. It's like, you yeah, want... they definitely do that. You want, 30, you want 30 cases? You want your 50 cases? Well, we're going to give you 30 cases of this set, and you and you have no other choice but to sell it. Yeah, you got to buy... You got to buy some of the crappy stuff in order to get the good stuff, too. Exactly. And then, and then that's where... Again, that's where... Vendors lose profits, lose money out of it because they didn't want this much because they know it's not going to sell, but they force it down their throats. So what most of the time they do is that, hey, buy this bot and you get the second one for half off. Or, hey, this bot's right now, limited time round right now, limited time right now. Usually a bot is like $100, 90, 80, 70 bots. If you buy it right now for for 40 We'll give we'll, we'll give you another one for free, and you see everybody jumping the guns. It's like okay, sure, let me get this bots because it's the only way for 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 them to 
break even at best, at best for these vendors. And I hear these stories from these vendors like the like the last month, November and December was the worst month for them on selling Yu-Gi-Oh products. And they they hated it. They're, they're, they're complaining about it. Obviously, they'd be like bragging about that how sucks it's the holiday season too. So yeah. You know. and, it's, and you would think it's like, oh, you know, it's holiday season. Parents are going to buy cards for the, for the children and whatnot or people are going to buy that. No, no. They hated it because of how the shitty cards that they, they asked for and they have to sell this amount and they have no other choice but to sell it. Like, bro, it got to the point that I was trying to help them out because they were so pissed. It's like, hey, I'll buy those. I'll buy free boxes to help you guys out. I'll buy you free boxes. And they're like, how much is this? It's like, um, there's $70, man. That's the best. It's like, can you do it for 60 free each? I'll buy all three of them. Tell you what, I'll do it for 60 each. If you buy all, five, if you buy all three of them. It's like, because they want to move it. They want to move it. They want to get rid of it. They, they're just like, Dumb with it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how, and that's how bad uh, the TCG on Konami is right now. And I don't know. I, they're gonna keep continue keep uh, printing more stuff. People are still gonna buy more cards. But if things head out at this way, this is exactly how and why people will start to move out of playing Yu-Gi-Oh. They'll start playing card games like One Piece, Pokemon, and Lorcana and Dragon Ball, and what other card game there's out there magic i guess you know because if they do stuff like that and then you keep printing cards expensive cards and you're still dropping like hundreds of dollars of it and it's like probably yeah, every month is every month is tough i know pokemon does like every other month uh, but every month is hard because if you were to do pokemon japanese and english you mm-hmm. would be doing every every month because like japanese drops in one month and then english drops the next and japanese and english japanese and english I, oh. i'm not sure how that was planned but it's a it's the pattern right now Really? It's a coincidence. Yeah, because Japanese, they, they do quicker releases of smaller sets. Mm-hmm. But the English cards, like, they will bundle a few sets together to make an English set. If that ah, makes sense. got you. So it comes out differently. Well, in Yu-Gi-Oh! is basically like that, in a sense. But it's, there's like a time frame. So in Yu-Gi-Oh! is whatever gets released um, on Japan, we have to wait like Three to four months later. Oh, wow, that long. Yeah, to get into the English. And, mm. and the crazy part, how they do it right like that, this is the crazy part, is that remember what I told you that, that they announced the new cards that's going to release on April. And April is going to be like the, a great set. It's going to be a good, great set that everybody wants to have, it, right? So let's just they say they announced new archetypes, new style of monsters. So you can play, so people can buy them and play them, right? The cheeky part about this is that w- by the time you get near the new corset of you buying it, Konami is already announcing the new sets in Japan for the next corset. That's going to happen for mm-hmm. us later down the year. And you know what happens? Those, what happens is that when we're getting these products right now, they're announcing the new products on the next corset that support on the cards that you're currently buying. So what happens is that it drives the prices sky high for the current ones that you're purchasing. So let's just, you know what's coming out later. Because you already know what's coming out later. And because you already know what's coming out later, you already know it's going to be a meta. 
It's going to be a meta deck. It's going to be a very competitive deck. It's going to be a tier one, tier zero deck that everybody wants to get. It's crazy how they manipulate the market like that. It's just like, hey, here you go. Here's the new car. Oh, sweet. I'm going to get this for less. No, you're not. Which is announced new support for this. Oh, shit. And that's hoping it's good support, right? And that's hoping if they get good support. That's hoping that you get good support. If you don't... If you buy, if you purchase the corset and this new archetype of monsters, and the new, if they announce the new set and they don't have any support cards, then the prices will, 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 will cool down. Decrease. Will yeah. decrease. It, will, it won't be crazy expensive. Interesting. So, yeah, that's yeah. the market, man. <laughs> They're messing with it. Yeah, like a bunch of fuckers that they are. And we keep giving them our money. Yeah, we're two suckers about it. We're already too in, in deep of it, so. In too deep, yeah. yeah. The next, next new course that you said that's raised on, on Pokemon, like, what's, what is it that you're expecting? Oh, uh, yep. See, that's Paldean, Paldean Fates. Paldean it comes out Fates. End of, yeah, Paldean Fates. It comes out end of January, around there. Mm-hmm. So that's basically last month, the Japanese set, Shiny Treasures, was right. released, which was really popular. Um, a lot of cool shiny cards. Now, Paldean Fates is the English equivalent of that. So, more of the same, just different language now. Is there like it, a... It, 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 look, I was going to say, like, is there like a chase card? Like a, a card that you like... Oh, yeah. Man. There's some... Yeah. That, that, you know what set this is. You're going to get ready for this. Uh-oh. It's that Charizard and that Mew that we've been talking about. No. It's those two. So, that, that came out last month in Japan. And now this one is the English version. No. Yeah, I'm excited for those two. Those two are my big ones. Let, I want to get them in English. Let me know when it comes out so I can per- buy some of those with you because geektaining.com for sure. Geektaining.com. Hey, yo. You're gonna are you gonna sell them on your website? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I like them. They're cool. I, I bought some in Japan Japanese. Um I only found the Mew in J- Japanese. I couldn't find the Charizard in Japanese. So I probably wait a little bit. Hopefully the prices go stabilize a bit when English comes out. Yo, hopefully. Because I want the English and the Japanese of those two cards. Yeah, I, I want I want the English version of those cards. So whenever you get a copy of it, you're gonna sell it. It's like, yo, let me know. But give me for the sure, sure. give me give me the friends and family discount. Don't give me the absolutely not. No, I'm just kidding for sure. God damn. Of course, damn. <laughs> of course. That's messed of up. Course. You know what? That's messed up. Of course. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'll make a promo so anybody watching can use it. There you go. YouTube.com/slash/gitanium. Use gitanium for 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 a promo code, guys. I'm gonna make one exclusive for the Wolfson podcast. <laughs> there you go, guys. You already know. Go check on the Gitanium.com. If you guys want to purchase a lot of the Pokemon cards, you know my cousin. He is the TCG freak for Pokemon, guys. If you and he always gives them at a fair good price compared to other vendors and other sellers. So, I like guys, to think so. So hopefully. I always know that you're very fair with your stuff. So you know, guys, go check it out at Gitanium.com, guys. So yeah, and talking yeah, about those two cards are gonna be amazing. I'm oh, I like oh, them a lot. I, 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 as soon as I saw them, like I, I had to DM you about it. It's like, yo, like, is this, is this real? Like, is or is this fake? Or like, are we gonna get this? Because we are. Then yeah, I want this. Because everybody, they're so freaking cool. Everybody, a lot of people thought they were fake, and then when it got more and more real, it's like, hell yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, it, it, it's good. Well, I can't, I can't wait, bro. I'm definitely gonna hit you up. Please hit me up when it does come out. You know. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, guys, like he, 
go check on Gitanian.com for you guys to uh, purchase your boxes and single cards. You you sell both, right? Boxes and single yeah, yeah, cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On for both sure. Japanese and English? Yeah, whatever I got available. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So go ahead and check that out, guys. Um, moving on to to a few topics before we wrap this up. Um, wondering, you said you, de- you didn't play the Pokemon DLC game yet, right? Not yet, not yet. I was waiting for both of them to come out. They both mm-hmm. came out in December, right? Or at least the second one came out in December. Yeah, the so se- I gotta, yeah, December. I gotta pick it up. All right. So be, just remember that when you when you purchase, I, I've already mentioned this and mentioned my rants on the previous episodes. Thank God you haven't watched it because otherwise it was gonna be a spoiler for you. And I know <laughs> you hate spoilers. Um, Absolutely. I'm not gonna spoil you much about it. Just you're doing the right thing. Um, playing both part one and two, and I guess the epilogue part three. All simult- all at once. Don't do it like I did. That I played part one in September, and then I had to wait till December to play part two. It, it, it's it's just it's gonna be short. So don't get. Is timing wise? Is that why? Like, like it's the same content, even though you play it months apart. Is it just better to play it all together? Better all uh, play together because that way you'll feel you get your money's worth out of it. Because if mm. I if and the, and I good thing I have two versions like a Scarlet and Violet. So I play first on Scarlet, and I say like, all right. When the whole DLC is out, I'll play it all in Violet, all together. Because when I play it in Scarlet, the storyline itself is just like you'll you'll be done in less than an hour or so. So mm. if it wasn't that they tell me, oh, if you want to catch this certain Pokemon or you want to do this certain other activity or get this certain terror raid or whatnot, you have to grind. So that's what I did. I grinded like for hours. I spent like five, six hours grinding that game so I can catch certain Pokemon. So that way I can actually like enjoy the story mode and whatnot or enjoy myself. That was the only way for me to enjoy myself playing it. That was the only justification that I had to grind for it, man. Otherwise, like... Hopefully I don't have to grind. <laughs> I mean, only if you want to catch certain Pokemon. If you don't want to catch certain Pokemon, keep going. That's fine. Keep going. That's fine. It's not going to hinder you or stop you from playing the main game. Just be warned that when you do play the main game... um. It, it, don't expect that it's going to be like five, six hour gameplay. Like, no, it's going to be like an hour each or so. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Timing wise, that's, I think that's fine if the money's right. Yeah. But it's, but the reason why I say that is because like in some of these games, I, I want to play with certain type of Pokemon and I want to have it on my party yes, and I want to level them. So like, like for example, in the part two, this is well known. This is not spoiler for you. This is well known. Um, you can get all the gen, all the all the starter Pokemon's. Whichever starter Pokemon that you want, you can get it all in the in the DLC. The problem is you have to grind to get them. And once you grind, then you can like it'll it will give you the option to like oh now they're gonna spawn Charmanders or Squirtles or Turwigs or Torchics and Tricos and so all those they spawn. They spawn, but before you before they spawn, you have to grind a little bit in the game so they can give you the option to spawn then in those areas. I gotta look into that then. Yeah. You're, you're gonna see you're gonna see it when when you look at some of these YouTube videos and say, How do I get Charmander? They're gonna tell you, Oh, you need to do this. And that's a grind alone. Yeah. I'm no, worried about that. No, and and I was I was pissed off. I was pissed off because obviously they say, Yeah, but you could do this in like in 30 minutes. If you go online and have other people with the game and then they can do this and you do this and that and then bam, you got it. But if you're not people online or Discord, 
to play with you, then you have to do it all solo. Then yeah, it's a grind. Right. So like that's the that's the only thing I'm gonna tell you, man. You're gonna see what and everything else. You're you're gonna enjoy it. It's it's okay. It's mid as best. It's like you're you're not losing sleep if you if you skip this DLC. You're not losing. You're just gonna be probably losing like capturing the legendary Pokemons or you know whatever legendary mythical Pokemon that's gonna get seen or released um on this DLC. It's the only thing that you're gonna be missing out. Otherwise, story is like well, okay, whatever. That's be interesting. Yeah, hopefully those starters are worth it. Well, for for sure, like I wanted my Charmander and I wanted my Trico and I wanted my Oshawott. But I wanted my Oshawa to be his suing version. So I had to grind Legends Arceus so I can get a suing Samurott so that way I can transfer it to Scarlet and Violet. Transfer it over. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for the Pokemon front. Um, it, next topic will be the PlayStation game trailers. I don't know if you see, if you saw the trailer or not. Like, I saw clips of it. Yeah. Like, did you saw like any game in particular that you were like, "Ooh, I can't wait," or you're like, eh. "At the moment, I didn't. I can't even remember some of the games." So I'm gonna say no. Nothing stood out to me too crazy. All right. So the only games that did stood out for me is like it's free that I say that I'm gonna get them. It's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So a continuation mm-hmm. of the yeah, that was that was known. Like we knew that about that already. Like yeah, that was a given. I didn't. I didn't know it. We were. It was releasing this year, and it was gonna release oh, early this yeah, year. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. But it's a good thing that it is. Um, yes, for sure. Silent Hill 2 Remake. I don't know if you're that into horror games or whatnot. I, not really. I played that one back in the day and it was awesome. Yeah. But um, I have no urge to go back to it. Right. We'll see what happens. Right, right. So that I, I, I'm going to say I'm pre-ordering that game because like I, I've, I've, I've never played. I think I played like one or two Silent Hill games. I never played this one. This one, they say like, oh, this is like the best. Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2 is some of the best of the best. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to play it. And the other one is obviously Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. <laughs> I've played those games so many times. Uh, we're, we're, we played it so many times that we're going to play them again so many times. It's, it's the circle of life, man. This is part of the, part of the job yes. of playing games. Seriously. But uh, I guess like my, uh, like I don't care much about the game itself. I, like, I know I'm going to get it. I don't care much about the game because I know the whole story and I just want to see them graphically, see what changes they make on Konami. I just want to know who's voice acting because I don't think it's going to be the same uh, David Hayter. But they use the same files, the same voice. They don't have to like redo the voice, right? They use the same files. I don't know what kind of contract or royalties that might involve, but it's possible. Possible. I think like, I guess, I guess like, this the my mindset what I was going for is like how they did with Resident Evil two and three and four the remakes they those are different voice actors all they're not the same voice actors that they play in yes. originally I get that's totally yes for sure now that's because Capcom cares and they put a lot of effort into their stuff I don't know how much effort Konami's putting into this these remakes or whatever yeah exactly annoying Konami's track record is not just in Yu Gi Oh but in video games as well like <laughs> We'll see. We'll actually see and see how it goes. Um, any other games I saw is just like, eh, okay. This is the other game that's called Serta Blade. Like I, I look, it piqued my interest last two years ago, but now I'm like, oh, two years ago. That's pretty old. It's been in development for a it, while, then, right? Because it was originally called Project Eve. That was the name, the ta- the oh, game title. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah it was on, a, on one of those PlayStation game trailers, and then 
It wasn't at the state of play. And then just recently they released it and they changed the name into Stellar Blade. So I was like, oh, okay, sure. I don't know. That's what happens when you pro- when you make a, a project title popular. Exactly. You lose track of it. Exactly. Um, anything Stellar else? Blade. Stellar Blade. It looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. Like it's like you can see it as like a Metal Gear Rising, but with more stuff to it. Like it's like all right. I was gonna say it's like like what's it called Bayonetta type of thing maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a hack and slash game for sure. Gotcha. But but it's like I'll get I'll probably like get it sure eventually when it's like a thirty dollar <laughs> range probably I'll get it. You know when it's less popular, not the seventy dollar range, but we'll see. Um. So the last things I guess I want to talk to you. Um, what if you you managed to see what if and Loki, right? Yes, yes, yes. My gosh, Loki, masterpiece. So Bro, awesome. I love how they ended Loki, man. So good. That season two was actually phenomenal. I don't care what everybody's saying about it. Like, I, I feel like that's I, I like, feel like I feel like everybody loves it. That's the thing. Everybody's loving season two, from what I've seen. I feel like I've heard a few people hating the show. Because they just really? want to hate. They just want to hate. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're not going to please everybody. Yeah, exactly. And, and I guess it's because they say like, oh, there's not that many like action scenes like it was in the first season. And I'm like, what are you smoking, bro? Yeah. Like, it's it's not and just... Say, like, like, I, I went into season one like super hyped. And when I watched it, it felt oh. mediocre for me. Mm-hmm. So I my expectations for season two were not high. And then when I watched it, my God, it's just so good. Gorgeous. And I love the story and the character the story, development yes. that I had on everybody. So I don't think they nearly succeeded on a good Marvel show or a good Marvel movie as much as they did with Loki, where they literally make a good character development on everybody, even on the antagonists, the villains and everything. Like they mm-hmm. did such a great show. And then the, the way they ended it to make sure everything is like, all hooked up and connected. It's like, yeah. oh, now it makes sense. Now we know why we're into yeah. this predicament. And I like the connection to what if, I don't know, spoilers or not, but yeah, it was so good. That blew my mind at the end. I was like, <gasps> no way. It's like, what if canon? So cool. It's canon. Yeah, it definitely is. It's been canon. It's like the those alternate universes that are going on. But now we know it's like, oh, it's the real multiverse is there. It's there. It's yeah. all canon. Like we're all connected in, in some way or shape or form. Like we, there mm-hmm. is a universe like this and whatnot. Like it, it's ridiculous. I was blown away at the odd nights like that, honestly. And what if met its expectations? To me, it did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I loved it. Super. It's just as good as season one. Super, super good. So I'm looking forward to season three and see how it continued to go yeah. on. Like, did you see that teaser for season three already? Yeah. Red Guardian with Bucky. Yeah, I'm surprised they even have stuff like that already. Hopefully, release. Hopefully, soon. Maybe it's because they know how widely successful it was season one that they say like, "All right, let's greenlit season free." That too, for sure. That too, and then I think that Bucky Red Guardian episode was supposed to be for season two, but they kicked it out to season three. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Oh, just like the Iron Man episode in What If? Which one? The Iron Man (gasps) when he's in Sakaar. Oh, that was supposed to be season one, and they kicked it to season two. So that way they, yeah. So now it made sense about that when when the Watchers are collecting Gamora and the armor and whatnot. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly that. Now it made sense. Yeah. 
oh, so they probably had like other episodes that we have that we're not knowing. They just like, no, 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 let's just give this much, save the rest for later. Or later. Or who knows what they scrapped. Hey, they can, hey, whatever they scrapped, they'll probably like redo it and let's finish it up and whatnot. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have my trust with those episodes. It's really, really fun. Yeah, at least they're doing it the right way. And, and the way they're doing it is like, I love it, you know? Um, I love the the art, the characters, the story, and I love the ridiculousness of just like <laughs> yeah. who cares about rules? Who cares about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty they, good. They, they, yeah, like they they follow canon, but they're not limited by canon. They're like, it's, I don't care. Just have fun. Just have fun. Yeah, and I like yeah, I like how every character. I mean, every episode is by a different director, so they know mm-hmm. it's like yeah, let's just have fun. You know, let's just have fun. The same way how they Star Wars did with Visions. It's like every. It's a different yeah, studio, every director. And stu- Visions is gorgeous. Like just everything. Phenomenal. And I wish I wish that they could follow up certain stories from the Vision series. Because like I want to hear more about this. I want to hear another continuation of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Those are so good. Yeah. So so what did you think about like the whole news that Star Wars at uh, Disney at least Disney announced about they're doing a what if series on Star Wars? Well, I, I, find- they, I, I don't know if they announced it. I think it's still speculation. Oh. Um, but if they do that, oh my gosh, that would be phenomenal. I hope they do that. But I thought I thought that their version of what if would have been visions itself. Oh no, because visions is that universe, is the Star Wars universe. It's just different stories within Star Wars universe. If oh. that makes sense. So it's still the same galaxy that Luke lives, that, uh-huh. that Obi-Wan, and that's it's that universe. It's all in one universe. So really? what if technically would be a multiverse in Star Wars that takes place or something like that? Yo, oh, this entire time I thought it was that is just different storylines or different from different universe. I, so if oh we, no no yeah it's it's all in the same universe. So what if opens multiverse? Yeah, that opens up a whole new set of canon. Yeah. Now let's see how they take the what if. Now, could it be just throwaway episodes that don't really connect to Star Wars in any way? Maybe. Because maybe they don't want to introduce the concept of a multiverse. Or, but technically, it would be like different storylines that are unconnected. I mean, but what, you're right. It can open up a big can of worms. Bro, I mean, imagine like, like they kind of did it um, on, the, on the video game Star Wars Unleashed. You remember Starkiller? Yeah, exactly. Like imagine like that's like a whatever episode. You have Starkiller in one universe, and in one universe, he kills Darth Vader. He becomes the new Darth Vader, and then he makes Luke as his apprentice. Yeah, see, that'd be incredible. Now they, I can see them doing that. I can see a Star Wars what if with content like that mm-hmm. that are just throwaway stories that are not connected in any form. They're just like for fun. Yeah, for fun. But. Th- they're not part of like Star Wars canon or they're not part of the universe or anything like that. It's just it's, visions. Visions is part of the. See, I didn't know that. I thought it was the other way around. I thought visions is like different universe from different stories of like mm. how a timeline of Jedi's and Siths are like this and whatnot. And you got all this weird shit power. I thought it was like that. Yeah, I it's, it's across different time periods, mm-hmm. but it is that universe. Interesting. So that's so technically vision is vision canon? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. From what Interesting. I see Interesting. I didn't know that. I, f- I thought the other way around. That's crazy. 
please somebody correct me down below. But yeah, that's what yes, I, please what correct I us down below. We're we're probably two knuckleheads talking shit, but you know, let us, <laughs> let us know in the comments down below what you guys think about that. But I do feel like maybe that's a hmm, maybe I'm just uh, grasping the straws at this point. But I feel like this is exactly the revamp that Star Wars needs for its image. Like, we don't want to continue hearing more of the Skywalker story. We want to hear yeah. other stories. We want to hear outside of this Star Wars universe. Like, we outside wanna... of the Skywalker universe, for sure. I think so, at least. I, I think that Visions was successful. I think that's why Mandalorian was so successful. And Ashoka, too. And Ahsoka. Even Ahsoka is connected to Skywalker in a form, but still, it's a different character. And they announced but, season um, two yeah. for it. They say that they're, yeah, they yeah. greenlit it. So I'm excited. Yeah. And now I also and like. See, well, Go ahead. No, I was, was going to say they announced the, the Star Wars movie, right? And then the St Mandalorian movie and yeah. the Star Wars, I mean, Mandalorian season four. Yeah, that 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 part I didn't understand. Like, wait, so it's, it, it's we're having a Mandalorian movie, but we're also having a season four. So are you saying that yeah. the Mandalorian is going to end on the movie or is this just continuation? That's how I'm interpreting it. They've said it's going to be a quick series. It's not going to be much longer. And my understanding is that season four would lead to, to the movie and that would be the end. You know what? It and it's a real theatrical movie directed by John Favreau. And yeah, that I saw that John Favreau is part of it. And I'm glad. I want him yeah. to be as much involved to the series as much as he can. Because season three, it shows like he wasn't that much involved. And that's why season three kind of was mediocre at, at his best. Some say that it was the worst. It's a flop. Our cousin Chris will say otherwise. He say it's gonna be the, it was the shittiest season ever. <laughs> if if he's listening to us, I know he is. Um, <laughs> but I I thought it was I thought it was good, average. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked it that it they didn't center all around Din Dijon as like the main guy of the whole. Like that's the whole feel. Like they they center around the whole Mandalorian lore and the whole creed right. itself, so that way it flesh out some characters and give them more development towards it. You know. Yep, yep, yep. Agreed. Yeah. I, I liked it overall. Yeah. Obviously, I think I like the other ones more, but ah, one hundred percent. I first and second season for me, they were the best. That was that was those are great series seasons. You know, mm -hmm. but the yeah. I hope that season four ends with a banger. And then the movie just like breaks bots office level. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really cool. I mean, with John, good. with John Favre, I mean, he did the Iron Man movies, right? Didn't he? He created, yeah, he created, Um, he did a lot of movies. He created, Mandal he created Mandalorian. Yeah. So for him to do the series, the season four and finish it off with the movie, I hope he gets him, I hope the studios that give him as much liberty as possible. Because <laughs> we all know how studio sets wanted to get a lot of interference, and that's how we get shitty ass movies. But I hope they give him the liberty to get more involved so he can finish the product perfectly. And we don't need eight seasons of The Mandalorian. I'm okay with the four and the movie, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Agreed. it. Yeah, because I'd rather like finish it short than continue yes. and drag on for eight seasons, eight and nine. And, you know, I'm watching it, and it's just like, eh. Like it lost its lost its thing. Like it it happened to me with Flash. Yeah, a lot of CW shows did that, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and then you end up with like Walking Dead or or Game of Thrones, where it just yeah. it doesn't end nicely. 
doesn't end nicely. It feels like a drag. It feels like you're forced to watch these. And there, you got that one episode that's amazing that everybody's talking about, it, and then the rest of it is just like blah. Well, yeah, exactly. I'll be happy with one or two season shows. I think that's a sweet spot. It's like, Loki. like they did it with Loki. They just one or two, and maybe like it. WandaVision. That's probably my favorite. What if until season two of Loki? Because it's so focused and direct, and it's just one shot and mm-hmm. nice. I, I I still don't understand how many people really did not like WandaVision. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. I, I didn't see many people hating on it, though. It was the first one, so it was like popular at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it's aged. But I, I really, really liked it. I loved right. it. No, it was it was definitely a phenomenal show. Um, yeah, that, speaking of the, other, the last show that I want to talk about before we wrap this up, Echo got released. You know? Echo, that's right. That's five the, episodes all at once, right? Bitch watch. You can bitch watch all five of them. Right away. Awesome. I got to check it out for sure. I'm not going to spoil you much about it. This is going to be a spoiler-free uh, topic. All I can say is that it's de- it's definitely at that level of the Netflix uh, Marvel shows. Like There's like action scenes. There's blood. There's killings. Like, you see that. Like, they really went like rated R for this show. And let me tell you, the, to me, it I was expecting very... Low, I wasn't expecting much, and met expectations. Really? It was okay. great. Great storyline. Great storyline. Great character development. How they flesh out all characters, both antagonists and protagonists. And it's more to the universe. I like how people were saying that Kingpin is like the Thanos level villain, but on the streets. On the street, right? Yeah, that's what Kingpin that. is. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great, you know. Like I thought that the storyline itself and and the and the actress that uh that she she was actually deaf and she was signing the whole time. I was like, holy shit, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she did a fantastic Echo. job. Echo, man. But that but that that's a cool thing that they're gonna flesh out a lot more of the story as to why she's like that, you know? Like why mm. is Echo like that? And they did a phenomenal job. I'm not gonna say that's much. Good. That's good to hear. So uh, how long are the episodes? It depends. It could be 30, it could be 40, it could be 50. Oh, okay. So it changes. It okay. changes depending on the story and depending how how it goes. I do want to say like not one episode that it felt like it was a drag. There wasn't an episode that I feel like I want to skip or fast forward. All episodes went fluently how it's supposed to be, you know? Like you'll mm-hmm. get your high action scenes and whatnot from time to time and it cools down and whatnot, but Every episode, it makes you feel what the fuck is going on and what is going to happen. What is going to happen? What is going on? That's how I felt. That's awesome to hear because that's that's why, speaking the other ones, how when you do quick, not quick, um, like short shows, like one or two seasons, like 10 episodes or less, straight into the point. That's why I love these this Echo miniseries, essentially, right? Five episodes. Yeah. That's, that's great. They stay focused. Yeah, they stay focused on it and it was perfect just the way how it's supposed to be, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. quick, short, straight to the point, you know? And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it to you much. All I'm going to say is you're going to enjoy it. Knowing you, I know you're going to enjoy it. A lot, awesome. a lot yeah. of people are saying like, ah, it's mid, it's mediocre, but I'm hearing it as of like, it's like the minority people. And I guess most of them, it's just the people that just want to hate Marvel because of it. But I feel yeah. like it, I, felt, I felt it was fantastic. And it's something different. It was definitely something different than your typical 
superhero um, talk, you know, superhero yeah, story. That's, good. that's very good. That's very, very good to hear. And from what I've seen, yeah, people say it's either, you know, okay or really good. So I haven't been hearing negatives about it. So I think that's a that's a win. Yeah, I I think that's a win as well. That, and and you're right. I haven't seen anybody saying that that oh this is like the worst series ever. Like no, mm-hmm. I've it's always somebody saying ah oh, it's mid at best. It's okay. I don't know why they're like putting this as as a high pedestal. I I put it as a high pedestal for the fact that we've been having a lot of superhero fatigue. Mm-hmm. We having nothing but a lot of superhero movies and shows and. Seeing this on a different character within the Marvel universe, Marvel. seeing this flesh out, and it's a, something different. It's a good story overall. I feel like this is great. This is that's I, cool. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything better than this. this is, I, and I would I didn't know what to expect. Honestly, I have no idea what was it I expected to. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. So when I watched it and finished it, I was just I watched it and finished it all in that same day because I was just like. Oh my god! Like, yeah, that's like, an awesome, easy watch. That's great. easy, easy watch, and I I wanted to finish. I did not want to end the day without not watching or not finishing. That's how I I was hooked. So nice. that's cool. That's really good. Yeah, guys. So guys, check out Echo. It's out on Marvel and Disney Plus. You know, make sure you guys let me know in the comments though what are your thoughts about it. Um, yeah, bro. Like, I think we like we can finish it right here, man. I think we had enough, awesome. right? Awesome. Yeah, I think so. We talked a lot about TCGs, so that took up the time. I hate the fact that every episode that I talk to somebody, we, there's always going to be that huge TCG talk. And I always leave it on the chapters level and the blocks. <laughs> I said it's like TCG talk. So if you want to skip it, you can skip it. You know, every episode, yeah. no matter who I talk to, there's always going to be an episode where I talk TCG and we're there for hours and hours. And I yeah, say you can talk hours for that. And I said to myself, oh, let's just do this very quickly. Like, quick and short. Let's straight to the point. Let's get to it. Nope. Never happens. Never. Never does. But, um, done. Like, let's wrap this up, man. Thank you very much for coming to the show, bro. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure. Anytime, man. I'm happy to be here. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's always fun. Always, man. Always. And before we wrap it up, like, plug yourself out. Let the people know. Like, Utenia.com. <laughs> Is there any, yeah, sure. anywhere else they can follow you and DM you for cards and whatnot? Yeah, geektanium.com is the biggest one. I'm um, also on Geektanium, youtube.com slash Geektanium and, and Instagram, Geektanium. So, Geektanium. Yeah, anywhere. Perfect, man. So, well, thank you, Miguel, for coming over to the show. We're going to wrap this up, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes here at youtube.com slash at AWGC podcast. That's short for A Wolf and Geeks Clothing. Later on, I'll find out a better acronym than that. But as far as I know, that's that's the closest I could get because LLC and domains and whatnot taking the ones I really wanted. So legal red tape, legal red tape. So yeah, guys, um, if you guys want to check the audio versions, go check it out at soundcloud.com slash wolves and music when you can check all my latest episodes. You can check also check it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio right there at the Lone Wolf Podcast or just search for A Wolf in Gates Clothing. You're going to find all the episodes for free, guys. So comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. And if you guys got a specific topic that you want me or Miguel to talk about, please let us know in the comments down below. We're going to do our best to talk about it on the next episode. So guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right? Peace!